This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name we give praise. Can you welcome someone to church this evening? Just tell them welcome to church. God bless you. God bless you. And you may, we may have a wonderful seat in the presence of the Most High God. Hallelujah. I want to thank our pastor, uh, our senior pastor, Pastor Shola, and our mama in the house, Pastor Abby, for this special. All right. Uh, thank you for clapping for me, because that, those are not for my pastors, uh, evidently. To share God's word with you, I never ever take it for granted. Right. So today I'm going to be taking um, the reading from Psalm 8, from verse 1 to 4. Psalm 8 from verse 1 to 4. And I believe that it will be a very short and quick word by the grace of God. And then we take communion says our lord our lord how excellent is your name in all the earth who has set your glory who has set your glory above the heavens out of the mouth of babes and sucklings you have ordained strength because of your enemies that you might steal the enemy and the avenger when i consider the heavens the work of your fingers the moon and the stars which you have ordained, the question is, what is man? That you are mindful of him, and the son of man, that you visit him. What is man? That you are mindful of him. When I consider the heavens, when I consider the work of your hands, what is man? That you are mindful of him, and the son of man, that you visit him. The next verse says that you have made him a little lower than Elohim, or than God, not the angels, and you have crowned him with glory, and with honor one of the blessings of having the scriptures with us whether it is your paper bible or your electronic bible is you know sometimes i don't understand why why christians get into debates about um such things as the bible you know like where's the book of enoch where did cain get his wife from if, you know, why did Jesus not have female disciples? I don't understand. You know, it's like someone gives you a blank check, you know, and says, this is a blank check. You can write any amount on it. And you're like, why is the color of this thing green? Why, what kind of paper is this check made from? It baffles me. It is the revelation of revelations. It's God revealing himself to man. It's an explosive device, the Bible. Mother Teresa was once walking through the Middle East 
and the soldiers stopped her and said, I do have any weapons in your bag. She said, yes, I've got my prayer books and my Bible. It is a weapon of mass reconciliation. On Sunday, Pastor talked about the weapon of mass destruction, offense. There's called the, the weapon of mass reconstruction. It's called the love of God. For God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. It's the weapon of mass restoration. It's the weapon of mass upliftment. It's the weapon of mass transformation. No man can encounter God's word and remain the same. And if when you open it, you're like, why is Malachi like this guy? then it is not the word that you are reading. It's the same word that has produced the household of David. I wanted to say, it's the same word that has raised up a man like Pastor Shola. It's the same word, hallelujah. And I want to tell you the secret tonight, or what I, what, you know, it's like an open secret, what I term the secret. Okay? It's the same word that has produced a towering giant all right, like, like, like the celebrant of the moment, Baba, you know. <laughs> 80 years and standing strong for Jesus. Yes. 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 You'll be surprised that when he was your age, he was not as advanced as you were. He probably had no shoes until he was 15 or 16. He probably did not go to the best of schools. But one day he met Jesus. And something began to happen to him. It is the same word. It's been there from the beginning. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. That same man who wrote that, that's John's gospel, wrote in his epistle, that which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled that which was with the Father and has been manifested unto us. That's what we are declaring unto you, that we may have fellowship with the Father. Whenever you open your Bible to read it, always have the habit of saying to the one that, that wrote it to you, it's a letter to you, hallelujah. That's why when some people come up and say, you know, the Bible is not the word of God. It simply contains the word of God because in the Bible, God spoke and David spoke and Nimrod spoke. Nimrod did not speak. And um, <laughs> Naaman spoke and the devil spoke and the donkey spoke, you know. And so not everything in the Bible is inspired. And I say, far, 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 far. Because if I pick up Punch newspaper, in that Punch newspaper, it will tell me what Punch is saying in editorial. It will tell me what Lai Mohammed is saying. Tell me what the, what the, what the president of Ukraine is saying. It will tell me what... It, it, will, it will post an obituary. But at the end of the day, it's Punch newspaper. It's Punch that wants me to know all those things. The Bible is a letter of God to me saying... Do you, you, you get it? Hallelujah. So I don't care if... if David said to Joab, go and kill Uriah. I care that God said to somebody, write that David said to Joab, go and kill Uriah for my learning. It is the word of God. If I write a letter to you and I said, my mother said this to me and my wife said that to my mother and then my neighbor said that and the dog barked. Whose letter is it to you? Is it my dog's letter? It's the word of Ebele. The letter of Ebele. This is the word of God. It's as simple as that. 
have the habit when you open it and you say, Father, speak to me. I don't know which man of God said that. He says, when you do that, studying the word, reading the Bible becomes a divine romance. You begin to see your, your past, present, and future covered and catered for in this same word. Because in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. When the Bible says, I know the thoughts I think towards you, that is the word. The sum of all the thoughts of God concerning you is the word. If you look carefully into the scriptures, you will see your name. E-B-E-L-E, Ebele. Spelled out full. So when the psalmist is saying this, he's saying, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him? I want to tell you tonight that what strikes the psalmist is not the greatness of man. That's not the question he's asking here. He's not saying, oh, how wonderful is man? No. Man is wonderful. Man is great. The psalmist also says, I will praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. But what he's concerned about here is the greatness of God. He's saying, when I consider the works of your hands and all the things you have made, what is man? Why do you visit him? Why do you care for him so much? Why have you given him so much honor and glory? Why are you so concerned about him? And if you doubt it, when you go right to the last verse of that psalm, verse 9, it says, O Lord, O Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. The secrets of men that will have an impact, their story will continually be told on this earth and in the world to come, is that when others are dealing with men, they are, they are dealing with God. That's the meaning of covenant. Covenant just means deal. In my secondary school, we had the deal I remember in my secondary school to do was called sardine deal. I can't remember how much sardine was then, but I'll buy the bread, two loaves. I'll buy the drinks, two drinks. You bring the sardine. <laughs> so I open the bread, pour the sardine. You, I look at what you're giving me. Is it equal? And I'll give you one of the loaves and one of the drinks. That's covenant. Adam will forever be spoken about because Adam had a covenant with God. When Adam did something wrong in his family, it's not his father-in-law that came. He didn't have one. It's not his neighbor that came. It's God that came and said, what is this that you have done? If you can find a way, and this is the message tonight. <laughs> when you shout at your wife the the reason why your heart is beating is not because she's going to tell somebody it's because god is saying what are you saying what who are you talking to like that you can't hear it that is a covenant person abraham is significant because abraham learned to deal with god david is significant because david learned to deal with god when Joseph was in Potiphar's house, that in that chapter that, that, that pastor showed us on Sunday, Genesis 38, and, and Potiphar said, Potiphar's wife said to him, come lie with me. Joseph said to her, how can I do this wicked thing and sin against God? Some parts of scripture always strike me. This was a man that was in captivity. He was a slave. His brothers had sold him. God had forsaken him. He did not say, how can I sin against my master? He did not say, how can I sin against, you know, uh, my father's principles? He said, how can I do this wicked thing and sin against God? Where, which God was he talking about? 
Daniel was captured with the three Hebrew boys. I like saying their Hebrew names because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were the names they gave them in Babylon. Who knows their Hebrew names in church this evening? Shadrach was. One was Michelle, Azaria, and what was the other one? Oh, it's on the. <laughs> All right, it's on the screen. Bible says in Daniel chapter 1 verse 8 and Daniel proposed in his heart he will not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat. He will not defile himself. Defile himself from what? You were in your country. They came to fight war against your country. They destroyed your country. Destroyed your temple. Destroyed your place of worship. Where was your God? Carried you. Brought you. Castrated you. Where was your God? You say you not for, for who are you not defiling yourself? Guys, stop that. Stop, stop that stuff. I'm telling you the secret of living a victorious and overcoming life is to learn to deal with God. You wake up in the morning and you're not thinking about traffic. You're not thinking about targets. You're not thinking about fuel. You wake up in the morning and you're like, Darling Jesus, darling Jesus, Oh my darling Jesus, you're wonderful Lord. I love you so much, darling Jesus. The man that has learned to deal with God becomes an overcomer in this world. Regardless of what you are facing, that's the man that can say, I have learned in all circumstances, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, hmm. thank you, Lord Jesus. One of the reasons why people cannot forgive why they find it so difficult to let go of things you know it's not because they are wicked people it's not because they want to hold on to a grudge it's because they have never had an encounter with god They have never had an encounter with the blood of Jesus. They have never really been to the cross. Their faith is like a religion. It's just something that they practice. That's why you can sit in a church, someone can offend you, and then all of a sudden, you're you are packing your bags and you're leaving. Because you have not seen where you have come to. You're not like this guy in Psalm 8 that said, when I consider the heavens. When the guy steps out in the night and looks at the skies, He's, he's wondering what kind of God this is. Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 22 says, you've come to Mount Zion. When some people step into church, that's what happened. They're like, what kind of wonderful, how, who am I? Those things are not songs, though. Who, who am I that you are mindful of me? They are revelations of the goodness and the faithfulness of God. All my life you have been faithful. It's a revelation. 
someone said i can never i can never say that i am i am i'm 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 making a sacrifice for god i I, i'm not making any sacrifice the one who made the sacrifice was jesus he died for me i am a debtor everything i'm doing for god i'm 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 paying back a debt i cannot i cannot i cannot fully pay sacrifice so I should wake up at night and pray. Is that a sacrificial prayer? It's not a sacrificial prayer. Jesus did not wake up at night to pray for me. He came from heaven and became man and died for me. It's revelation. One day I was on, I was, I was writing on, I was talking to a class in church here. And I was asking them a question. I said, you know, when I was in secondary school, final year, final year SS3, my, one of my closest friends, all right, he said to me, Ebele, I want to talk to you about forgiveness. I said, okay. He said, if we are roommates and I offend you, I said, all right, and you forgive me. You forgive me. I said, yes. And he says, and the following day, I offend you again and you forgive me. How many times have you forgiven me? And I said, twice and he said no he said if when you truly forgive somebody you wipe off that thing from their record so the next time they do it is like the first time they did it so you can never forgive somebody twice you know that place that peter asked jesus how many times my brother offend me it was not how many times you offend me how many times my brother offend me in a day seven times jesus said no not seven times 70 times seven that's 490 times there is nobody that can offend someone 490 times in a day it's not possible even if it's whether it's tom and jerry timon and pumba it doesn't matter what jesus was saying was that if you are forgiving there's no point counting now that's not what he was saying what he was saying if you are forgiving the way i forgive because i was asking someone on sunday i said that if someone offends you and you really forgive them you wipe it off their sleep person say ah no no and i said but that is how god forgives us i'm telling you if you go before your father and say lord i'm sorry god the omnipotent God that knows all things will forget. The one that can remember will not remember. That's the power of grace. The day you get a revelation of that, you will forgive people. Until you get that revelation, you will struggle. So I was talking to this class, membership class in this church. And they were more spiritual than I was then. So the, everybody said, no. You forgive the person yesterday now. I say yes. And you offend the person. And you forgive the person once. It's once. I say, eh. One of the things that brings out the character of people is money. I said, okay. I know what to do for you guys. I said, okay. If you gave your friend 300K last month, and your friend came and said, I cannot pay back. I cannot pay back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said, okay, don't worry. Don't worry about it. And your friend now came. You now gave him 500K this month. I said, how much is your friend owing you now? Everybody said 800K. 
you know you know that's why jesus used money the, the parable of the unmerciful servant was money he said there was a servant that was owing the king some money and the king frankly forgave him and he went and saw his own servant i'm telling you one way you know you are, you, that you are a forgiver is people that owe you money you tell them don't worry don't pay again i am telling you it is the truth it is the truth one way you can tell that you love god is by what you give you can't separate your love work from your giving work it's not possible i say the day you realize look at what pastor was saying did you hear what pastor was saying about one particular guy that was bad-mouthing him he said pastor said pastor, you know when you listen to messages especially when you listen to our pastor i don't know what you go, go home so after service sometimes I, I speak to some people and i'm like were you in the service there was a particular guy that was bad-mouthing him going and spreading stuff pastor said that the guy's radio remember the story in his car was bought and he needed 21k to fix it and how much did he have in his account all the money he had in his account was 22k and he went and withdrew it and took 21k those are the things i remember in the message i said can i you are not my liver <laughs> you are not like my my twin brother i don't i don't get it i have 22k total because of radio <laughs> i don't think i'm that generous god can speak to me and tell me son give this person all that you have that's obedience to instruction but me just did he say god spoke to him that is why when you wonder about how pastor can forgive so easily and such a loving being look at his money life i'm telling you how you spend your money shows how you how i'm, I'm telling this is the truth but the day you get the revelation you see how god looked as he looked at his only begotten son i'll tell you something then and i'll begin to close his only begotten son i said go and die for those people I, I don't want to talk too much this evening i don't want to talk about boundless love and reckless love and all this thing i just let me just let me calm down he gave us his all you know people say that people say that i'm telling you this is the root of offense after service on this is why this thing this thing taught me so deep because after service after second service on sunday i got offended that some people they just finished preaching about offense I was already angry. I was already boiling. So when I went to him, I said, mm -mm, this will not happen to me in Jesus' name. From Sunday till now, I've been studying about offense and forgiveness and I've been praying. I said, Lord, make me a weapon of mass reconciliation, mass restoration, mass transformation. When pastor calls, call that thing a weapon of mass destruction, it's not a joke. Offense is a little living but it, 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 it scatters the lives of people tremendously. I'm telling you, if you are in this church, you're watching online, you were in service, you were not in service, get those messages. If there's a vestige, there's someone that you are holding something against, I want you to pray with us this evening and say, Lord, give me a revelation of your love when others are dealing with men i can people say i can never i can never forgive her 
I will never let it go. Really? Are you joking? You can never do what? (laughs) You have never seen the blood of Jesus. It's just Zobo that you have been dealing with. Blood is messy. Blood is scary. I'm a doctor. I'm telling you. Blood has made me to faint before. There was a woman that came in bleeding into the emergency room. I was a medical student then. She was pregnant. She was bleeding. I joined them to carry her. I I did not know when the floor came close to me. I just discovered that I was on the f- I was close to the floor and they had to give me Fanta. You're laughing, it's not funny. People talk about the, the love of God, but that, that verse says that and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God. Do you know how much it cost God to love us? It cost him his son. The day you see Christ and him crucified. That's why the Bible says that, you know, they wandered about in in sheepskin and goatskin. They were tortured, not accepting deliverance. Because they could see something. They shot the mouth of lions. If you want to do exploits for God in this world, you, you need a revelation of the things of God. The ways of God. The love of God. The mercy of God. The glory of God. The peace of God. The joy of God. The joy of God. That's the theme for this year's fullness of joy. I'm telling you. They tell you that you, you're pregnant. You rushed into the hospital. And they tell you that, that it's like your, your pregnancy is threatened. And you just begin to laugh. <laughs> like the doctor is a clown. That I saw that thing today. They brought in a woman. She had severe pain. This, 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 lady, this lady, I just knew this lady was... She was just shouting the word of God. I will not cast my young. The, un, the, un, the uninitiated. In the, looking at her like, Madam, calm down. I say, Madam, don't calm down. Come up. Shout it. That is the word of that. And as God will have it, they brought her into the room where I was. And so there was no place for me to see patients. So the doctor just said, you know what? See this woman. So I now took charge of the territory. If any two of you agree as touching anything. That baby is not going anywhere. It takes a revelation of God. Even if what you have is a mantle. And it is a covenant you are dealing. Pastor says it this way. He says that learn to have something that is just between you and God. Have you heard him say that before? Have something that is just something that you do. At the beginning of the year, he was saying that there's no day. Some of us have forgotten that in the last, I don't know how many years, where he has not been dancing to God, even if it's just for 10 minutes. I'm sure some of us made up our minds from that day. Ah. <laughs> that, that was the last time you danced to thank you Lord Jesus lift up your hands and just say thank you Lord Jesus say it again say thank you Lord Jesus say open my eyes to see 
what you have done for me open my heart to receive what you are saying to me open my mind to understand what you have given to me in the name of jesus i want you to rise up on your feet this evening and begin to pray in the language of the holy ghost Listen, begin to tell God and say, Lord, I want to live the overcoming life. I want to live every day, never defeated again. I want to look at my life and say, what, who am I that you are this mindful of me? And that you visit me. Barakuta le prokoto prahande le basheke le la matu grahada vazege de boshkonda na mahaya glahita bahakono na mote. Lekadabas. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, take me and lead me in the way of life everlasting. Open my ears to hear the joyful sound. Rebakata la brahanda zukonda la bas. I want you to open your eyes as you pray because the elements will be shared. The bread, so you can pick them. Just open your eyes. Grada batela brahanda la But I want you to begin to pray in the language. We're going to pray intensively because I can remember Pastor saying that we've entered into a new year, into a new season and there were some prayers we began to pray that Lord help me, help me, lead me speak to me there's a river that is flowing in this house help me to locate that which is mine in this commission that which you are doing in my life I want you to open your mouth and pray you may need some help if you want to if you want to set down what you're holding in your hand on the chair and just for one minute hold the person to your left and to your right and we're going to pray one last prayer and that lord that which is in me to bring forth to birth in my generation that which you have been speaking to me when i go back into the scriptures when i go back into 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 the messages lord let me hear my word and receive my my answer my, my miracle and conceive i want you to pray like someone in labor tonight i keep dreaming of nations and of kingdoms I keep seeing uh, Malakan that you have sent me to the nations, but I don't know how to go. I'm tired of living an ordinary life.
There's power in the name of Jesus. Ele Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name. Lord, open my eyes to see. I want us to keep singing. Just keep singing. Just don't mind us. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. You can lift the person that you're holding and pick up the bread and the wine. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Please, let's keep singing. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Take every chain, take every chain, take every chain. I want you to lift up the element in your hand and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this is your body and your blood. I am taking this tonight because through your son, Jesus Christ, I'm in covenant with you. I'm one spirit with you. All that you have is mine, and all that I am is yours. Thank you, Father. You can take the elements now. There is an army rising up. There's an army rising up. There's an army. Who is that army? We are that army rising in the name, the name of Jesus. your name tonight we thank you because our names are written in the lamb's book of life we declare lord that we have a divine destiny in christ to fulfill everything that you have spoken concerning us and that in the name of jesus it is glory to glory faith to faith strength to strength victory to victory testimony to testimony 
power to power until the day of Christ nothing missing nothing broken to the glory of your name there shall be laughter there shall be singing there shall be dancing there shall be rejoicing there shall be shouts in the name of Jesus for in Jesus name we pray hallelujah thank you for being a part of our broadcast you know we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life coming into Christ is beyond joining the church is beyond the religion it is joining God's family and that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus so I just want to lead you right away now if you are if you want to give your heart to Christ just the after me say Lord Jesus I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you if you have said those words will be late you are born again you are part of God's family right now you can go ahead and rejoice about it God bless you we love you God bless you